Welcome to Sincerely Shayla, the podcast. Tune in every other Friday for a brand new episode where we talk all things love, real life, and purpose. Don't forget to hit that bell at the top of your screen so you know when the next episode drops. And I'll catch you later. Is this thing on? Just kidding, guys. (laughs) Hello. And welcome to the premiere episode of Sincerely Shayla, the podcast. It feels so good to say that. Happy Friday. Fridays are going to be your new favorite day of the week if it isn't already, because you've made it to the weekend, and not only do most of you get paid, happy payday, but you'll also get to hear me talk for a while, and what's better than that, right? Honestly, it's a win-win if you ask me. This podcast is definitely going to be something you won't want to miss. Everyone swears they need their own podcast, right? Well, (laughs) I just happen to be one of those people, and would you look at that, I started a podcast. I've got so many things I want to talk to you guys about, but first, let's start with the basics. So here's a little bit about me. I'm your host, Shayla. I'm 24. And I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York, but I've also lived in Pennsylvania. I lived about 40 minutes north of Philadelphia, and now I live in Nashville, Tennessee. I decided to start a podcast because the process of talking things through has always been therapeutic for me. This podcast is definitely going to give me the chance to do some soul searching, some learning, and share pieces of my life with y'all. As many people as there are on the planet, many of us experience the same things. We've all experienced love. Even if you've never been in love, you've probably loved someone. Many of us have experienced heartbreak. We've experienced happiness, sadness, and more than likely, we've all experienced healthy and unhealthy relationships. As much as we're the same, we're also different. We've had different upbringings, different life experiences, I just feel like there aren't enough people talking about healthy relationships, though. I mean, let's face it, we're literally drowning in toxic culture, and it's becoming so normalized, when in reality, it is not normal, like, at all. I see so many things being normalized now within relationships with our partners, the music we listen to, the things we watch on TV. So put your seatbelts on because we're going to have some tough conversations. We're going to talk about it all. I think it's about time someone shook the table a little bit, stirred the pot. Only I just want to share with y'all healthy ways to go about things. But y'all, I'm going to be honest. Can I be honest? I know we just kind of met, but I can be honest, right? (laughs) I am nervous. Imposter syndrome almost had me with this podcast idea, but I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna do it anyways, because you know what? I've just come to realize that I am no longer afraid of failing. I'm just not. I've literally failed too many times to count, whether it's in public, behind closed doors, and look at me, still living life, still thriving. (laughs) I just think failure is just so important because It means that you tried, and how else are we supposed to reach our goals if we don't try? 
I've had the idea of starting a podcast for a while now, and I just never had the balls to kickstart it. I just kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off until finally I said, you know what? I need to just do it. Nike, sponsor me. (laughs) I'm such a perfectionist when it comes to my work too. Like I always strive to give everything I do 100% effort. And with this podcast, I just wanted it to be no different, except I was so worried about how I would format the episodes, how long it should be, what I would talk about in my first episode, for example, yada, 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 which don't get me wrong, all those things are important. But in my case, what I really needed to do was just start it. I feel like the kinks will work themselves out. And if the episodes aren't perfect, who the hell cares? I'll just learn along the way. So that's what I'm doing. That's where I'm at. And I encourage all of you guys to do the same. Take that leap of faith. Whatever it is that you're afraid to do, do it scared. I remember when I used to go through life afraid to fail. And to be honest, sometimes I'm still afraid of failing because I'm human. But I've just come to learn that failure is good because you learn so much during the journey. And even though you failed, you just have a new experience that you wouldn't have had if you just decided to give up. You experience growth, you learn new things throughout the process, you get to decide what you would do differently next time, you gain a new mindset, and you might have a new approach to whatever it is the next time. I think sometimes we're just made to go through things, even if the journey doesn't end the way that we want it to. Our lesson is in the journey itself. And looking back, I literally used to hold myself back from opportunities because I was just so afraid of failing, even in school. Like, God forbid I got a grade lower than a B. I was so hard on myself, except in like math or science, because y'all, that shit is so hard. It was not for me. I would literally make sure I was cool with my math and science teachers because when the time came, they bumped my grade up a point or two or to whatever grade I needed to pass the class. And that's just that on that. That's how it's done. (laughs) But no, failing just means you took a risk. It means you took a chance. And It just doesn't leave you wondering, like, oh, what if I had taken that opportunity? What if I said yes? What if I did decide to move across the country? What if I went to such and such place? And as for me, as of recently, what if I started a podcast? So I'm going to take my chances. (sighs) I appreciate y'all tuning in to my very first episode, though. I decided on the title Sincerely Shayla after I had decided to start a blog a few years back. It was actually called Sincerely Shay, but at the time I just wasn't motivated to continue it. So I put the name on a shelf and when I first had the idea to do a podcast, I decided to call it Sincerely Shayla instead of Sincerely Shay because even though I like the way Sincerely Shay sounds, I need y'all to know how to spell and pronounce my name. (laughs) Seriously, though, I was that kid in school who on the first day of school, I would dread attendance. And honestly, just for the first couple weeks, because that's when the teacher is just learning everybody's names, learning faces. But I knew that whenever the teacher would get to my name, they would mess it up. And it's really not that hard to pronounce. Like, they'd always pause before they got to my name, and then they would let me know that they were going to butcher my name, and then they would attempt to say it while, of course, butchering it completely. And so for a while, I I went by Shay because 
when people would get my name wrong or spell it incorrectly, it was just easier for me to have them call me Shay. Whenever I first made my Instagram way back when people posted random stuff and wasn't so worried about the likes and the aesthetic of their page, which no shade, but I just miss when social media wasn't taken so seriously. So I made my Instagram account and my username was ShayButter and I put my full name in my bio. That way people would be like, oh, ShayButter, it must be Shayla. But honestly, even that was hard for people because they were still messing it up. And I can't remember when, but at some point, I just got sick of it. Like, I was sick of giving people the easy way out by calling me Shay and allowing people to get away with just not learning how to spell my name or say my name. I used to not think that it was that big of a deal, but it's literally my identity. (laughs) So why wouldn't I correct them, you know? That's the end of that rant, but if you follow me on Instagram, you know I told y'all to ask me questions and that those questions would be featured on my premiere episode. So I asked you guys if y'all needed any relationship advice and also asked if there was anything that y'all might want to know about me. Well, today we're going to keep it super laid back and hop into the Q&A with Shay segment of the show. Ooh, that's hard to say. Q&A with Shay. Q&A with Shay. <laughs> okay, some of y'all wrote in with some really good questions, so I will be answering all of the questions I received so that you guys can get to know your host and also so I can give you guys a little bit of advice. So I'll start with the questions y'all sent first, and then we'll get into the questions that you guys want to know about me. Okay, so this person has asked to remain anonymous and asks... If my man is commenting under other girls' photos, is that a red flag? I feel like every time I scroll on my feed, I see his name under some girl's picture, and it's always the kind of photos where the girl is wearing revealing clothing or swimsuits. It makes me feel insecure because he doesn't give me the same kind of attention, and I don't dress like the girls in the photos he comments on. I've addressed this with him before, but I still see his comments under their photos. Baby! He is clearly for the streets. Now hear me out and let me preface this by saying I'm a girl's girl. Like if you want to wear a revealing outfit because you feel confident and you like the way you look, then by all means do it. I love that for you. But everyone's boundaries are different. I think it's important for boundaries to be established in any and all relationships, especially romantic relationships. If there's an issue that is negatively affecting you and this issue just keeps coming up after you've already brought it to his attention, honey, he isn't respecting you. He isn't respecting your boundaries. Personally, I would find it disrespectful if my man were commenting suggestive emojis like heart eyes or anything of that nature because that just insinuates that he likes what he sees, right? Well, here's a public service announcement to all men in relationships. If you are commenting heart eyes under another woman's picture that isn't your girl, that isn't your mom, that isn't your sister, that isn't your cousin, you are for the streets, period. Honey, I say drop him like a bad habit. 
I don't know your history with him, like how long you two have been together and whatnot, but any man that you have to keep correcting over something like that, it's a no for me. Because if he's comfortable commenting under girls' photos who aren't his girlfriend, even after you've brought it to his attention, what else do you think he would be comfortable with doing? And after that first time, if I saw his name under someone's picture again, mm -mm, no, that's it for me. You do not have to worry about me. You do not have to worry about me. Because it's embarrassing. Especially since some girls are catty and you just never know what could be going through their head seeing his name under their photo. They probably think he's single. They probably think he's a free agent. <laughs> they could assume he's interested in them, which, I mean, him commenting definitely shows he likes what he sees. Whew, girl please follow up with us and let us know how this plays out because I need to know. Okay, so for this next question, this person has also asked to remain anonymous and she says, my boyfriend and I have been together for three and a half years. I got pregnant with our daughter eight months into our relationship. However, I found out he was still seeing and texting his ex during our entire first year together. Pause excuse me the entire first year together when he got caught he promised the change and made all the typical promises men make when they get caught cheating Mm-hmm. so far he's kept his word he blocked her number a while back but should i make him delete her number too or should i see if i can trust him not to text her again wow that is a lot and I'm so sorry that you went through that. The first word that comes to my mind after reading this immediately is boundaries, once again. I'm not sure what your conversation was like when you caught him, but if you didn't set boundaries during that initial conversation, it is never too late to set them. It sounds like you've decided to stay with him, which is obviously your choice, but make sure that you aren't staying with him for the sake of your child like to keep the family together or because of the promises that he made when he got caught. Now, of course, I don't have children of my own, but I feel like that's definitely something that most mothers consider when it comes to leaving their significant other. They don't want their kids to grow up in a broken family so badly, which I get a thousand percent. But at the end of the day, you have to consider like, would you rather your child grow up in a healthy environment where mommy and daddy live separately or would you rather have your kid grow up in an, in an environment where you guys live together, but it's an unhealthy living environment? You also have to think about this. Will this be something that you will truly be able to forgive? If you decide to bring it up in a month or three months because it's still affecting you, do you think this is something that he would be willing to talk through with you? Or would he have an attitude about you bringing it up again? I would just say try not to threaten him or anything like if you tell him you're going to leave him do it because if you just threaten him and you say you're going to leave and then you don't he probably won't take you seriously in the future but also the fact that he was entertaining another woman in your first year 
The fact that he felt comfortable enough and brave enough to entertain her at all is insane. Like, that alone sets the tone of the kind of person he is. And my mom used to always say, believe them the first time they show you who they are because people will show you who they are. You just have to believe them the first time. And you have to pay attention. And girl, he showed you his hand. But to answer your question, if you are already set on staying with him, I don't think you should make him do anything. If a man wants to cheat, he's going to cheat. He will find a way. If that's a risk he's willing to take again, three and a half years into the relationship that his daughter is now a product of, that's on him. That's on him. He needs to keep in mind that he's setting the tone for his daughter, which is honestly an entire conversation in itself. Whew. Okay, these next few questions are questions that y'all wanted to know about me. So the first question is, where are you from? I know I already answered this one, but I'll say it again. I'm from New York, um, but I definitely moved around a ton as a kid. I've been to 10 different schools in my life. How old are you? I am 24, and I know y'all didn't ask, but I'm a Pisces. Favorite TV show? Um, definitely The Office and Girlfriends. How do you feel about open relationships or polyamorous relationships? Um, to each its own. It's not for me, though. I love my monogamous relationship. <laughs> And I just feel like it would be too much for me to try and keep up with. Um, my one relationship is honestly enough for me personally, but definitely, I mean, if that's something that you're into, then amazing. Is there anything you've been wanting to do but haven't done yet? Probably skiing. I know when I was in high school in Pennsylvania, there was a ski club, and I want to say they went to Vermont every year on their ski trip. So yeah, I've always wanted to try skiing. Do you have any regrets? Absolutely not. <laughs> I choose not to live my life with regrets. I just feel like life is too short to live your life in regret. Have you had any surgeries? Mmm, this is a juicy question. Yes, I have had a surgery done before. But it's probably not the one that you're thinking of. <laughs> I've actually just had a wisdom tooth surgery. So no, nothing done to my body. <laughs> okay, do you have any tattoos? Yes, I actually have two tattoos. I have the year 2013 written on my side in Roman numerals. It's kind of like where my bra strap lays. Um, it's actually the year my best friend and I met. And then I have a sunflower on my back. I actually really want more tattoos. Like... I've always aspired to be one of those tatted girls, <laughs> but my sunflower tattoo hurts so bad. Plus, I don't know what I would get. So if y'all have ideas of what you think would like look good on me, DM me and help me decide. Okay. Did you have a dream job as a child? Yeah. So ever since I could talk, I've always said that I wanted to be a vet, except I was never good at science or math so I just I clearly didn't put two and two together all throughout school um but yeah I failed biology in college I I entered undergrad as a biology major failed it <laughs> big surprise I guess I just should have thought ahead when I was in high school 
I think I just thought that since I'd been saying it since I was a kid, I should just follow through with it, especially since I love animals. But I just did so poorly in science, so that probably should have just been my hint that I wasn't going to be a vet. <laughs> All right, you guys, that's it for the premiere episode of Sincerely Shayla, the podcast. My mouth is super dry right now. I love talking, but I don't think I've talked for this long. So I need to grab a glass of water, but let me know if you guys like Fridays for new episodes. I think I want to post every other Friday just until I get into a groove with making these episodes. But I appreciate those of you who wrote in, and I especially appreciate all of you who tuned into my very first episode. I've decided that I'm going to end each of my episodes with a song of the week. And this week's song was so hard to choose because so many amazing artists have released such amazing work over the past couple weeks. But drum roll, please. Okay, you don't actually have to drum roll. This week's song goes to Cuff It by Beyonce. All right, as always, if you need any kind of advice, you can reach out to me in three different ways. You can DM me on Instagram at ShayButter with three R's and an underscore at the end. Or you can click the link tree in my bio and fill out the Q&A with Shay form. Or you can email me at SincerelyShayla at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to Sincerely Shayla, the podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you'd like to show me just how much you enjoyed it, be sure to leave a review and tune in for the next episode. Have a great weekend, y'all.